All right, Jimmy. This podcast takes us many places. Here we go. All over the places. Indeed. It takes us today to the basement of a beautiful historic venue. The Vic. The Vic Theater. So happy to be here. In beautiful Chicago, Illinois, in a basement where we belong. Sunday has a little matinee energy right now. We have a 7 o'clock show. That we do. We had two last night. We had two last night. And not only do we have two shows last night, but you're working the podcast. I saw you in here doing interviews. Unbelievable. We're bringing the brims of Vic Special. We're going to have a great time. We do. We, uh, we're we going to walk through it, uh, talk a little bit about the course of the weekend. We're going to talk to some people who are on the shows. We're gonna, uh, yeah, just try to have some fun. Just give a little different episode this week. We're going to talk about how I exploited my children and yeah, had them you introduce did. me. Woo! Because I couldn't get a babysitter. What a great job they did, though. We're going to talk about this shirt I got you, Jim. Jim, I got you a commemorative. What? Black and white. Oh. It has my name on it there, though, so I don't expect you to wear it. I <laughs> says 2022, the Vic Theater. That is beautiful. Isn't that nice? These are not the ones now, that were for sale. They're not. That's an exclusive this. black and white. Uh-huh. I thought they would be very rare. Holy shit. I only had a few made for, uh-huh. for openers and for people that I- That's uh, incredible. So the, uh, but in fact, uh, the ones I sold are actually the ones that are- Ended up being more rare. <laughs> there's, yes, there's, there's more of these. There's in fewer out there. The ones that I tried to sell. <laughs> there's more people behind the scenes than purchasers at this point. We got so, the show tonight, baby. We'll change that up. A, if you bought a shirt, it's the rarest. I'm cutting prices tonight. Are you? I came in. I was like, we're having a fire sale. Everything must go. Is it President's Day? <laughs> it sure is. We're gonna act like it is. <laughs> it's a sale. That it is. Buy a shirt, you get a mattress. That's awesome. It's the way to do it. No, we're going to throw stuff at you. want a mug? On the way out of here, I'm just going to start chucking shit at people. Is that allowed? Do you buy merch? I Not I, Sometimes. I used to when I was young. I have a ton of t-shirts from like times long ago. Like, oh, that used to fit and I used to enjoy that band. Like, that's yeah. fun to know it's still there. But I don't, I'm not a big merch guy anymore. I'm not big on like carrying stuff yeah, around. I agree. I'm probably going to lose it. I agree completely. You know? yeah. Like if you go out and you're like going to be drinking for five hours, you don't yeah. go shopping in the exactly, middle of it. Exactly. Hey guys, I'm really <laughs> fucked up. Let me uh, carry some mugs around. I mean, it's tough. You don't it expect, is. but I wanted to have something there. It makes it look official having it a does. little souvenir shop. Did you ever think about going uh, old school and getting like the yard of beer or anything like that for people? <laughs> that would have like great. real touristy. That would have meant we should have had went like beer com- helmets, complete tchotchke. <laughs> we really Just all the, put my name and face on everything, put all over the place. It's like a naked lady on a pen, but when you turn it upside down, <laughs> the clothes go away. Could have done that for the brims. I would buy one of those actually. We have, uh, I have a question for you. We call our obviously podcast fans are Brimleys, right? Do you have uh, a name for the McGann fans? Is that it? Do you have uh, McFans? What do you, what do you go with? McFans. Let me run. <laughs> let me contact my team and run that one up the, the flagpole. No, that is not bad. Not a bad one. I did have McGann fan. Are you a McGann fan? When I, like I first that. was uh, my first website. Okay, I like that a lot. When I got the domain. Do you remember when we did that old? Uh, we did a car commercial for the uh, Pat McGann New Year special for WCIU, and uh, you would when you talked about like the dealership, it was like the McGann clan can. Do you ever think about the McGann clan? <laughs> the McGann clan can. That was great. Clan with a C. It. Yes, absolutely. Make that very clear. I love that car commercial we did. That's when I went through my, we were talking about the Santa Fe's. (laughs) On the Santa Fe's. I'm going through a Santa Fe's right now. (laughs) You snapped your fingers and you were in a Santa costume. Where is that footage? Uh, It's lost, but our buddy Chris Jackson will be here tonight. We'll have to talk to him, so. I know you're going to be talking to a lot of people. You talked to uh, Maggie Hughes-DiPaolo last night. You talked to Jeannie Dugan. They opened the shows, respectively. The uh, Jeannie did the 7, Maggie did the 930. They both crushed it. They were uh, on top of it, Jim. 
It's been so much fun. How do you feel, my man? I feel great. You crushed it twice. I've enjoyed being here at the first show. Little choppy-ish, you know, maybe people didn't notice that, but I did have not stretched out for a while. Second show felt really good. Honed in. Love the energy. Yeah. It's funny, and uh, some people here have mentioned it, but even peeking out last night, looking out in the crowd, a lot yeah. of people were, hey, what's up? And like talking to each other, standing yeah. up, moving around. The people that work here said this is the most social crowd they've ever seen. Absolutely. They're like, how does everyone know each other? <laughs> yes. like, that's kind of yes. how Chicago is. This is like four blocks worth of people who filled this room at a time. Yeah, just, right. They go by neighborhood. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, like, it wasn't just like one person talking to another. It was like one group of 20 walking over to talk to another group of 20. It was awesome. It was great to see. It was so great. And uh, I did ask at one point, is anyone not from Chicago? <laughs> So it was, to which no, I did hear someone yell Memphis, which is a oh, great yeah, joke for anyone who was at the shows. <laughs> they'll understand that joke. No, but it's been a blast, man. And um, I've loved having you here. You crushed it. It's been fun. And we had some brims here. We've been plugging the podcast. And uh, we're, we're welcoming all the new brims. Yeah, we love Anyone it. Anyone tuning in for the first time, we're usually funnier than this. Uh, we, we're pretty good still. Let's but we're not, in the mode. We are. We've got we're, a show in a half hour. <laughs> we're working. i got to shake some hands in a minute. That we do. And uh, when was your first time here, working here? My first time here, I opened for Angela Johnson. I was oh, just thinking yeah. about this. Because, you know, when you guys are um, coming up out there, comics, humans, you want to be in a big theater. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know... The it's first time you do it, I remember it so well because it was St. Patrick's Day, mm -hmm. literally on the date, March 17th, Angela Johnson here at the Vic. I was living down the street. Okay. Josephine had just been born, March wow. 5th. And I walked down here. It was a St. Patrick's Day. It was like 70 degrees oh, out. Oh, yeah. It was one of those years. And I'm like, who's going those are the worst to the years. show? Because everyone's out. Absolutely. I walked down Sheffield. Everyone was out. Yeah. It was a party day. That's... Like, how am I not a part of this? Exactly. Remember when you started comedy and you were kind of like, you still like felt you had friends Fridays and Saturdays? Yeah. <laughs> like, I met the miss out again. Like, You're not coming out this weekend, but we do this every weekend forever. Like, <laughs> it's like, I and Then at some point, Fridays and Saturdays don't mean not the same. Like, now I got to work. Right. So I came in here. She was so nice. Um, open for her. Uh -huh. It was overwhelming a little bit. Very, uh, you know, the bright light sure. that, that happens at a lot of clubs. Right. But when you're in a theater and the it's the first time, it takes you a little bit out of the, uh, but I had a great time and um, never forget doing that the first time. So when I came back to tape the special here a couple of years ago, Hell yeah, there's a second one. Now I feel like, you know, Jason, he's my buddy. There you go. I'm in here. I love all these people. That's it. You've oh, known him for a long time. I'm a Vic guy. Absolutely. Um, and my first time uh, performing here was obviously opening your special back in uh, September of 2019. So uh, that yeah. was in the old world, Jim. Back in the before times. I deleted that from the hard drive. Rico, you don't even remember it anymore? No, I do remember oh, it. Did you mean you actually deleted the special from your hard drive? <laughs> no, I actually probably on did Amazon one of the bits Prime? last night. Did you? Good. <laughs> no, it just. People love that, man. They want to see the hits. Into too is what much I tell old. myself when I go on stage and have to do old material. <laughs> I didn't dip in too much. I did. You I got didn't. to do some local stuff. That's, That's the thing fun. about being home. Get to do some Chicago jokes. Yeah, yeah. Get to just see people that I don't get to see a lot. Yeah. And you know what? The fact that I'm not doing as many shows here as I used to, right? it's nice. Yeah. Hey, we've had some space from each other. I got some new stuff. <laughs> from each other. We haven't talked for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm back. I I'm not going to be annoying. That's it. Not asking you to come out all the time. Come say hi. But once a year, we're going to do this. Let's hang come out out. a little bit. Yeah. That's all. 
It's a lot of fun. That's great, man. Yeah, and it showed. I mean, selling out three shows here is incredible. I don't know if you ever just take a moment and sit back and think about that. I mean, this is a big accomplishment, and there's a ton of Brims who are here to see it. We're very excited for uh, for their part in all of this. Thanks, homie. Yeah, last night felt felt really good, and I felt like um, just felt the love for everybody, and man. I felt like people just wanted to be out. Yeah, you know. They were excited as soon as Jeannie came out, as soon as Maggie came out. Yeah. Loved you. Like, everyone was just like, let's go. Great place let's to Let's have be. some fun. That's felt so like nice. Chicago, buddy. It really did. Felt like home. It so really thank did. you, everyone, for coming out. You if you it. weren't here, I'm coming soon. Jimmy, are going, we're going to Cleveland we in February. Let's go. 10th through 12th. I got a bunch of dates with Sebastian coming up. We're I getting all, all over. So That's come on it. out and see us. Awesome. All right. We're going to do some interviews. It's a little bit different than normal, uh, but we're uh, we're excited. We want to bring you guys behind the scenes, everything that's going on here at the Vic. Patrick, anything else you want to say? Jim, I just want you to be influenced by your favorite interviewers tonight when you're doing all these conversations. <laughs> I'm and terrible that, at interviewing. Is it, who, who has influenced you? Barbara Walters, I know you've mentioned. Big fan of Barbara Walters. You're big on. Uh, uh, Wendy Williams is who's, another one. Who's I the Rose she, Rose guy who's uh, in the dark all the time? Uh, uh, Rose guy was in you should, the. In, in CNN, the. Uh, Charlie Rose. Charlie, you should do that. Who's turn the off, guy who's Turn smoked? all the lights off and sit at a table with them. <laughs> I always feel like when you ever watch Charlie Rose, you're like, where yeah. are they? What the hell's going on in there? Yeah, Is yeah. it just them? <laughs> it's like them and two cameras. Who's the guy who smoked? He was a big influence of mine. Morton Downey Jr. You remember oh that guy? God, yes. Just like wanted to put cigarettes out on his guests. That guy was, was mean. Insane. I'm going to be like that to people. David Jeannie, Horley. Is that your real name? You know what show really You're is? teaching the schools, but don't want people to know you do stand up. Fight back with David Horowitz really <laughs> influenced me. And you remember that show? Uh -huh. People just screaming at each other. <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, have fun. I love that these people are ju jumping on here. Yeah. And a uh, little bit different episode. It's going to be, but it's going to be fun and none of that BS. We're going to give you the straight dope like we always do. And I'll be right back with Al Capone's vault. <laughs> have a great time, buddy. Thank you. We'll see you in a little bit, my man. We are in the basement of the Vic Theater. I am here with uh, our first comedian of the evening. We're two hours till showtime, and uh, the first comic is going to be on stage. Uh, one of my absolute favorite comics, one of the best comics in Chicago, Jeannie Dugan is here, everybody. Jeannie, welcome. Jim, thank you for having me. <gasps> I, to be in the basement with you, you is just... I I mean, it's a dream come true. I know. Uh, is this your first time at the Vic Theater? This is my first time performing at the Vic Theater. And I have to tell you, there is not a lot of uh, male comedians that I would follow into a basement. Aww. You are one of the few. Aww, that that's I very nice. Thank you. Uh, what's your What's your strategy? First of all, we, we got to pick our entrance music. Yeah. What did you choose? So I... I was going to pick Ludacris. Oh. Move, bitch. Well, move, bitch. I love that because great for me, it's like, to move out of my own way. Yeah. Move out of my, I You're love talking it. To yourself, are you yeah. the B word in that scenario? Uh, I wouldn't yeah. say it, but I, if you well, do, I'm okay with it. I mean, it. I, in the powerful sense of oh, it, yeah. you know, I am. Um, and then I also, another go-to that I love, I love Modest Mouse Float On. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, one time I was told that maybe that's like not the best like hype song. Uh, I so I chose an old favorite from... Beastie Boys sabotage. Right down my alley, Dugan. Yeah. I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan. Me too. Um, also, a uh, huge Ludacris fan. My yeah. first ever walk-up song. This is gross. This is how bad no. it was. When I first started doing stand-up, uh, I would come out to Ludacris' stand-up. Yeah, I'm not proud of who I used to be. <laughs> I was afraid that you're going to tell me I stole your intro song, <laughs> and I'm, now I'm just embarrassed for you. So, <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. We're thrilled you're here with us tonight. It's going to be a blast. Uh, where can people find you on social 
social media. Let's get you some plugs. I would love if they found me on Instagram at genie.dugan. And you know that's two O's. It's I do the know unconventional D O O G A N. Mm-hmm. Or my website, uh, geniedugan.com. I love it. What is the conventional spelling of Dugan? Uh, mostly it's D U G A N, really? which is more common. Yes. Flanagan, we spell it weird in my yeah? family. What are you, two and, N's? Uh, two N's and an I. Okay. And everyone either does one N and an I mm-hmm. or one N and an A or two N's and an A, but we're like the least popular yes. of it. And other Flanagan's like to tell me that I'm yeah. wrong. The you know? least popular Flanagan. Yeah, and I'm just like, listen, we, we drank a lot. I'm sure someone just added an extra letter in there at some point. Somewhere and just kinda... Ellis Island, <laughs> who had time to spell check? That's it. That's it. Absolutely. All right, we're back. We're still in the basement of the Vic. We're about an hour and a half till showtime for the first show. Uh, but joining me now is the opener for the late show tonight. I'm very excited to introduce Maggie Hughes DePaulo. Maggie, what's up, Jim? How are you? I'm so good. Say hi to the Brims. Brims, what's going? on? I'm a Brim. What's I know up? you're a Brim. That what's means up, a lot. Brims. We're very, very happy that you're here with us tonight. You're opening the late show. Yep. Uh, talk to me. How you baby. feeling? Oh my God, I'm excited. Yeah. I can't believe like. And I'm, I'm and I'm doing my favorite podcast. Oh, stop it! Now same she's lying. Same day, same day. Look no. at this. It's a big day for all of us. I'm pumped, Jim. I'm I'm still kind of in shock. Um, yeah. When Pat called a couple of weeks ago, he's like, "Hey, what are you, are you going to my show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I thought he like needed a babysitter." <laughs> um, and I'm still in shock that I'm here. I'm so pumped. Yeah, well, he did. I can't believe it. You're gonna watch the kids during part of the show. Oh, also. oh yeah. I mean, it's I a little, we all we have a lot of jobs around here. Yeah, you know, just give them snacks. Supply and chain. Whatnot. There's a lot going on. You know, so we're all you we're bet. all pitching in. Doing I got that it. Part. I'm in. Uh, Maggie, tell me a little bit about your journey. You're uh, a lot of our brims know you as well. Um, you're part of the team that runs all that good stuff yep. over at the Elm and Cork and Carry and some of the great shows that we talk about a lot. Um, tell us a little bit about your career. So I got started like on accident late in life. Um, Mary-Kate Beck, who is my co-producer on All That Good Stuff, um, was working for me. She was my employee. She was writing jokes for a class she was taking. I was helping her out and realized um, if she gets famous on my material, I'm going to be pretty bummed. (laughs) So I took a class. Um, We had a grad show, the Femcom class um, at Lincoln Lodge, and I've been hooked ever since. So you were just, I've never heard the story. Yeah. You just, Mary-Kate was one of your employees. Yeah. Yeah. Mary-Kate was working for me and she was like, "You're, you're funny, you know, like, can you help me write some stuff for this class I'm taking? And next thing I know, I was loving it. And, um, went home and told my husband, I'm like, I think I'm gonna take this class. And was this on the clock? <laughs> like, was yeah. The, okay. Good. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm the boss. So that's <laughs> not good. Um, we have a good you know network of friends and family that want to come out. So we started doing the shows at Cork and Carry, and, um, you know, four years later now we've expanded to LaGrange at the Elm and, Goodness. um, you're gonna have all the parishes. Gonna, covered, yeah. So. All the Irish Catholics. <laughs> wherever we can head up. But, um, no, it's been a blast and, um, they're all coming tonight and, um, just super excited to be here. Oh, that's great. And, uh, where can people find you and where can people find all that good stuff? So we, I'm at, on Instagram, um, at Maggie Hughes DePaulo and then, um, all that good stuff show is, uh, on Facebook and Instagram as well. So we post all of our shows, um, and all the details and we'd love to have uh, more people come out. Yeah. And again, they put on some of the best shows in Chicago, all that good stuff, Cork and Carrie and uh, the Elm in LaGrange. Um, Maggie, do you mind coming back on after your set? Let Absolutely, Jim. Thanks right. so much for having me. You got it. We'll see you in a little bit. We're back. We are uh, at the end of show number two. I am back with Jeannie Dugan. Jeannie crushed the first show starting Woo-hoo. us off tonight. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just coming down and it was two hours ago. That's you know awesome. that feeling. It's the best, isn't it? Oh, it felt so good. Like it's the same job we always do. Right. But then when there's a thousand people there, it's just magnified yeah. in every capacity and just, ah, what a great feeling. You, yeah. you crushed it. Oh, thank you. 
this just was incredible. And I, I, now that I can sit back and it's over and it was fun and I could rehash everything in my head. It's like, yeah, let's do this again. Right. You know, let's like go. let's do this for the rest of our lives. That's it. Do you, uh, how did you and Pat meet? I don't think I should um, I just, he lives, you know, blocks from me, but I actually remember meeting him at open mics. And one time we were on this, both on the South side and I was heading up to McDonough's hog had McDonough's and he goes, Hey, I think I, I live up that way. I'm going to head back there. Can you put me on the uh, list at this open mic? And I remember <laughs> then I you know, I'm like, he was probably a year, a couple more years into it than mm -hmm. I was. But I remember watching him go up at this open mic being like, Holy shit. I've not seen anybody at an open mic <laughs> like this guy. He was already so polished. Yeah. Uh, he was already working zanies really regularly and stuff, but I just remember right then being like, oh, this guy is somebody to watch. It's you know? weird, right? Like you can yeah. tell right away with people, like there's something. Yes. Like anything, it takes work, it takes yeah. years to get better, but like right away you're like, oh, there's yeah. something here. Yeah, a confidence, a writing, all of it was above everybody else that was working at that level at that time. Um, and now I see him, he jogs by my house, you know, a sickening amount of times. <laughs> Not that Do you see him out there? Yeah. Not that he's, you know, I'm not implying that he's stalking me. He's just way too healthy. Is it, is it always just like around your block over and over again? You know, yeah. Is it getting weird? Maybe it is getting we'll weird. We'll talk to him no, about it. All right. Does he bring the dog? He does not bring the dog. Oh, no, is solo? He's solo. And he runs at a really good clip too. I'm telling you. When we started doing the podcast, it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So for a while, he we would just record it while he was walking on his phone. <laughs> okay which is the most annoying thing because he's like the mayor of Beverly. He is absolutely. So we're like recording a podcast and you just hear like, Hey Pat. Right. Like, Oh, hi. yeah. What are you up to? I'm doing a podcast. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. We'll, we'll wait a second. Yeah, he's the, like the George Bailey and <laughs> you know, Bedford falls. Everybody's just waving and hollering to him. Jeannie, uh, just incredible pleasure uh, to, to watch you work tonight. So fun as always. And uh, thanks for coming on. Jim, it has been incredible. And thank you for the advice you gave me for tonight. I appreciate it. Love seeing you crush. It was your advice. <laughs> Back again, Vic Basement with Maggie Hughes-DePaulo. Maggie. Jimmy. How'd it feel? Oh my God. Yeah? A million bucks. Yeah? I feel like a million bucks. You were fantastic. Uh, great to be done, I imagine, too. I'm always, I'm always happy when it's done. Yeah? I hate to say it. Um, just to, it's like, coming off the court of a basketball game, right? Like the high fives, the the celebration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy and it's done. Just like the unnecessary anxiety is gone. You're like, oh, why was I so? Yeah. Every time I'm like, I, I want to quit. I want to quit. And then I get off and I'm like, can I go back up? It was awesome. I, I, I'm still in shock that I'm here this whole night, this whole crew, everybody here, the energy, the vibe, like I feel like the 930 show, you know, was coming in hot, you know, standing outside Man. in the cold. Ready. We were just talking about that. They're, yeah. they're boozing up there. Everybody, I feel like they were drinking in line. A lot of garlic in the air. A lot of I feel like <laughs> a lot, a lot of, of Italian restaurants before they everybody came. Everybody was yeah, was eating um, Nana's gravy or whatever they call it. Um, <laughs> but no, it was awesome, Jim. I'm I'm pumped. This has been the best night of my comedy career. Hell yeah! No, that's Without what it's all about. Question. That is what it's all about. What was your favorite part of the whole thing? Oh my gosh. Um, my coming out song, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Rolling Stones. Start me up. Yeah. There you go. It's my jam. Or did you mean my material? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From the material, I would think. Like, was yeah. there a joke that, that just felt like the high point to you? So I knew this crowd going into it, you know, here for Pat, a lot of Southsiders, yeah. you know, my, my people. Right. Um, so I knew I, I start off talking about family and then I kind of go into like, you know, being raised by boomers and all the little idiosyncrasies that come with that. And that, 
starting off knowing I'm going to get those laughs made me super comfortable kind of going into other stuff. Hell yeah. So yeah, that was great. I mean, just the crowd was awesome. This is, you know, they're ready to laugh. Everybody was cold and a little liquored up and ready to go. That's it. So what's next? What's coming up? So I am um, hosting at Zany's next weekend, uh, 27, 28. Hell yeah. Uh, super pumped about that. I feel like um, my, you know, personal goals is new material. I feel like we always say that, but That's it. new material and, um, you know, I'm going to come back and do the Vic probably for you, for you. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm going to open for you. Soon. Yeah. Uh, well, this was awesome. We're thrilled you were here and uh, Thank thanks you. for joining us tonight. So excited to be here. We're just going to start this one. I could not be more excited for this interview. Uh, one of my absolute favorite people, comedians, uh, life coaches, um, everything, <laughs> drinking partners, uh, uh, confidants. One of my, uh, Kevin Bozeman is joining us and, uh, uh, congratulations. First and foremost, uh, your new album, black Superman just got a bunch of play. They play it twice th- all the way throughout on Sirius XM. Yeah, man. You're getting pretty... the love you deserve. I, I, I love it. I love it. It's great. Um, it's great to be here with my friends. I love when my friends are out doing really dope shit. It just, yeah. you know, had to come out for a night. I mean. And I mean, and it's a hard because it's, you know, it's football Sunday. I know. And, you know, I, I know. like I, I stake my happiness. <laughs> you do. On sports gambling. So. Uh, Kevin, uh, very prolific comic, has a bunch of great albums out, but also has a wonderful podcast called The Ball Hog. And one of the things you do is you give gambling advice. So this is your busy season. Yeah, this is I'm, like, like, I'm in it, man. You're These an accountant so in fun. April right now is what you are when you get to the NFL playoffs. Only my homies playing at the Vic got me out. So. That's great, man. Really happy you're here. Uh, talk to me. I mean, you're probably one of the people we've spoken about the most on the podcast. Uh, obviously, you and Pat are really tight. Yeah. Where did you and Pat first uh, hook up? Oh, gosh. It, it would have been at Zany's. He was hosting at Zany's, and uh, and I was headlining, and he was hosting, and he was so polished right, right. away. I was like, Jesus Christ, this dude. That. Yeah, yeah. Right it's just, it was just murdering <laughs> the middle acts every I was just like, these poor, <laughs> these poor sacrificial lambs. <laughs> It's <laughs> getting buried. I, I love it. Like I didn't. I didn't care. I, I love yeah. the darkness of it. So it was great. Like I was like, this is just a, a horrible lineup. <laughs> just Pat's just murdering people. So yeah. And then we just we hit it off. I mean, yeah. it's almost impossible not to hit it off with that guy. So we uh, we became fast friends and uh, uh, been there for each other. And just, I mean, this was I don't know when did he start two thousand eight something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say. 2009, maybe became homies ever since. Yeah, sometimes you just beat people. You're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be my dude forever. That's it. That's my people right away. Yeah. As much as I talk to them, as little, like it'll always come back yeah, around, right? for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, talk to me about your strategy tonight. You, you, I have to open, or I have to follow you. So you're going to lay down a little bit? <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah, so, so funny. Listen, here's the good thing about it. Mm-hmm. I'm only doing 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and I don't start getting funny till I'm 30 minutes in. <laughs> it's the least true thing I've ever <laughs> so, heard. You got a 20-minute cushion for me, sir. As soon as I get, like, that one laugh, I'm be like, uh, deuces. <laughs> this is very different uh, than yesterday's conversations, because Jeannie and Maggie, who are both incredibly funny, um, 
first time kind of uh, work in the Vic Theater, right? Like, yeah. like very, uh, Maggie's newer in her comedy career, you know, but just yeah. very different feelings. Which Kevin is also Bozeman great have, though. Right, well, right, that's what I'm saying. And I'm very anxious, right? Yeah. Kevin Bozeman, do, you, you are just cold-blooded all the time. You are just level. You are just, you don't get too high or too low. You stay in it's your zone. It's not, I don't know if it's just, if it's that. I just, like, I'm comfortable on stage, mm -hmm. and so I, I've i been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. So it's cool, but it's actually my first time doing the Vic uh, as well. But, you know, we, we've we all done theaters and stuff, so th yeah. the same rules apply. But it's such a special moment for, for Pat and, and you as well to get this, you know, three sold-out shows. That means, was it 700 people? 1,000 each. 1,000 each. So yeah, that's yeah. 3,000 people to get to see you. So it's incredible. That's fantastic for you guys. So I'm so happy for you guys. I'm just here to do my 10 minutes and then catch this <laughs> Buffalo Bills, Kansas City. <laughs> I do feel like that. You're going to be like, how's it going up there? While you're down there I'm going to be five minutes in and be like, you might know the score. <laughs> uh, a lot of our listeners know you, but for those who don't, we want them to find you. So uh, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram is probably like my, where I'm trending the most. You, my, I have a fan page on Facebook, Kevin Bozeman and, uh, Instagram is, uh, Kevin Bozeman one. And then other than that, just click your Nikes three times. I'll show up. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's how we got them here. Uh, and check out the ball hog as well. Thanks for having me. Thanks homeboy. for coming on, homie. Appreciate it. All right. Patrick, here we go. The weekend is over. We are, uh, we are back together via Zoom. We spent too much time in person. We had to separate a bit after three sold-out shows. My man, it was incredible. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. It's nice to be on the other side of it. Just got some pics from the night that I hope to share soon. I was just checking them out with Sarah. And um, yeah, man, I feel good. It was fun. Great weekend. It was nice. It was a lot. And looking at the pics, it's like, you know, it's a blur. It's always a blur, right? Man, the, it is uh, just a, it's a different environment. You know what I mean? Like the, just the people in and out, the, the, the amount of people you see, it's kind of nice having like a thousand people come in, say hello, leave, and then bringing a new crew in, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It was cool, man. It was nice. Uh, it was funny to hear from the Vic saying that the crowds were like the most <laughs> social they'd ever seen that. People were, they said they've never seen people standing up and like, hey, oh, hey, what's up? There's, and yelling at each other from across the way or up so, to the balcony or out from the box. It was uh, a lot of people knew each other. It was a big, uh, big Chicago flavor. So the Vic Theater, absolutely gorgeous, holds a thousand people, right? We talk a little bit about that um, for anyone who doesn't know, um, but it's general admission. So what they were trying to do is kind of see how full the theater was, but they're like, it's hard to tell because everyone keeps standing up and going over and talking to other people. Like before the show started, they had no idea. You know what I mean? They didn't know like oh, people like, is that row open? Oh no, there's coats on it. Shit like that. You know, cause everyone just knew each other. So very familial, um, but very Chicago. It was awesome. I love that. That's piece. why I had them, uh, dim in the lights and I want them to play that song. I did pick that, uh, that Motley Crue. Home sweet home. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how yeah. that got in my uh, that got in my head like a month ago, and I was like, you know what, that might be a good one to play because I was kind of like maybe play a Chicago song, and I was like, you know, this is not Chicago, but it's still about home. Yeah, so that kind of like settled people in once we did the lights, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Getting uh, getting everyone getting everyone out, and then the snow coming down Friday night when we went out there yeah. post show. 
That was good atmosphere. For everyone who was there, thank you very much for being there. Um, there was just some fun moments. You jumped on someone's bus. There was just some oh, yeah, people that, that, who, like, you're just running on buses <laughs> taking photos. There's limos. I mean, you're just running out there. You're a man you're just on the streets. You're just out there with everybody. Dude, I, you know what I love about people that come out to see me? They come in packs. I got to say, they, they come in groups. I love it. We had the big teacher group. We had groups from a couple of different burbs. Uh, Southsiders, and so we saw a few buses out there. I love that, man. We had um, it was fun going out there. The only show I didn't go out was because they were flipping it, you know. And yeah. I apologize to anyone who had to wait in line. That was a rough one. The the second show, I actually went a little long, dude. I was not <laughs> just hadn't stretched out for a while. I was like, am I have I done an hour? <laughs> I went a little longer, and then I saw the guy. I saw Jason standing behind the curtain, and I was man. like, oh. He must want me to wrap it up. <laughs> Jason, great guy, imposing awesome. dude. And no, just like awesome. on the side of the stage next to you, just like just staring at you. Sarah and I were like, I don't know how to tell him. I don't know how to tell him. And Jason's like, I'll tell him. <laughs> we just see him walk out there. We didn't know if he was like going to give you the hook. We didn't know if you were about to get Apollo during your yeah, own right? wedding set. We're like, what's this dude about to do? He's like, I'll tell him. Puts a clown wig on. Unbelievable. Picks, picks up a broom. <laughs> where'd he get a machete oh man that's great yeah so my apologies for that because i know it was cold out there and people were waiting in line uh probably looked like a covid testing site (laughs) queued up around the corner people driving by what the hell's going on who died like oh so it was uh that was a bummer that was the one thing that i wish i could have fixed but um funny story I was out there after the second show and a guy came up to me. He's like, she's got to be related to you. Natalie McGann, you know, uh-huh. and hands me uh, her Vax card. My Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so I found this on the ground. <laughs> You're like, I don't know why everyone says everyone knows each other here. <laughs> I found your cousin's Vax card. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you get it to her? Did you, were you able to get it, retrace yeah, it did. back to her? Yes, we did get it okay, to her. Good. But yeah, it was fun to, um, fun to see people there too that I did not know at all. Yeah. And did not recognize. I'm making it sound like all I got was like my <laughs> these people to come. <laughs> Your 3,000 closest friends and family? No, I mean, it was a ton. Uh, I hope we also have some new brims out of this. I think that's uh, uh, one of the things we're shooting for here. I know I got a ton of new followers. Um, I know the podcast got a ton of new followers. So thank we're you guys for jumping in. We're plugging the podcast. And really dude, I got to say, Brims, it's Brim Nation is growing. We had our, our biggest week last week. Our, I got the I got the stats from the um, from the Internet. They send it to me. <laughs> they drop it off. The yeah, Internet people. Oh. And they're like, dude, you are. The World Wide Web is a buzz about Triller. <laughs> you and Jimmy's podcast. A lot of buzz here. So, you know, it's uh, it's great to see people tuning in and the Brimley's represented strong all weekend. That's always fun, man. Walking out on stage and just hearing someone yell Brimley. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I was um, trying to put that into your intro. And dude, man, you knocked it out. Both shows. So fun. I hope you had a good time. I had a blast. It was just uh, one of the most incredible experiences, man. Thank you for, sincerely for making me a part of it. Um, and then how about Gareth coming through? Our buddy from the White Sox brought us some jerseys last night. 
unbelievable south side the the um the the what do they call them the connect jerseys yeah the city connect jerseys city connect and they had the uh, the white Sox had the most popular one the best selling one in major league baseball and he designed it i believe or had some part in that um very cool gift i was telling i'm like i got to i got to perform in front of three thousand people I got followed by one of the original members of Disturbed, and I got the Southside jersey that everyone's trying to get. This was like the greatest weekend ever. Dan Donigan? I got Dan Donigan follow on Twitter. Dan Donigan from Disturbed is a Marist graduate. Oh, yeah? I would love to hear. He wrote the fight song. Have you ever heard the Disturbed <laughs> version of the fight song? <laughs> I, want him to, I want him to explain to you why the song's so good. That's what we have to do. We have to have the musician. I'm going to get him on. The guy from Disturbed is going to play the fight song. I mean, I would love he's that gonna version. He's going to set his piano on fire. I would love that version. They cover a song. What's the song they covered? The, uh, not Trouble Water. Is it, is it, um, that's, is it Sound of Silence? Oh, I got to look this up. Might be. They cover a song and it's got like a bazillion clicks, you know, YouTube. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of views on this. And they, there's some pyro involved. I've seen the uh, the video online, but yeah, Dan is a. Um, it's Sound of Silence. I met him at um, a Sebastian's show. Okay. And he came backstage, and was, um, you know, we're just talking, and then it came out that he went to Maris. I'm like, dude, I went. They're off and running. Great dude, such a good guy. I was uh, hoping to connect with him that night, but we. Um, I wasn't able to get him backstage, but anyway, they got like 778 million views disturbed the sound of silence. Check it out. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Marist and the fight song. Also, I, uh, I met some, uh, new fans and just some people out front group of guys. And they were like, yeah, we all went to Marist. Uh, one of our buddies, you know, heard about the show. He grabbed a bunch of tickets, like our first time seeing them. And they started asking about the podcast. And I started thinking about the fight song and they were like, what's it called again? I'm like, you don't need to check that out. I don't want to like, I'm talking shit about your high school fight song. And now you're going to listen to the podcast. I'm like, you're fine. You don't need it. Like they're going to come find you. <laughs> like what the hell? Jim, the, the greater good is we need subscribers. Yeah. But you also need a co-host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but incredible weekend, man. Uh, who else? Let's talk. Oh, one of my favorite things, first of all, uh, your lovely wife, Sarah, who is the most incredible, did such great work all weekend. I felt bad. I really wanted to get her on the podcast again. She was one of our uh, best guests, one of our most requested. Um, we just didn't have a chance to connect on Sunday, but she had one of my favorite moves. There's she like was a, like, well, I thought I was going to do the podcast, but then Jim never asked me. She was she uh, mad at me. Yeah, she's mad. At me. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's back on your side. <laughs> this can't happen. Oh, that dude. I know you had a lot of people jump on this episode, so I'm, I'm excited to hear it because I don't even know who you talked to, but don't yeah. worry about it. But we'll, we'll have her on another time. She pulled one of the coolest moves uh, when uh, people were coming down for meet and greets, things like that. Um, she Right away, she like got someone a drink. I just overheard it, you know? And she's like, ah, oh, I feel like we're speed dating here. You know, I just got to like, there's just so many people to talk to. And what a great way right away to be like, you've got my attention, but there's about three minutes and I got to go somewhere else. Wait a minute. When did speed dating come out? Because I don't <laughs> think that came out till after I had met her. How does she know about speed dating? She mentioned going on a few. I don't know. Let me talk with her about this analogy. 
I thought it was the best analogy though. What a great, you can't just be like, all right, we got four minutes and then I got to move. You know what I mean? But you do, right? Like there's just so much going on. There's one show exiting. There's another show coming in. Like what a great little transition move. Dude, that speed anything. I remember hearing about that. I never did it. I, I always, it kind of makes me nervous thinking about though. Oh my God. Did you do it? Have you done it? Never. No, no? I've never been like a, like I did the apps grudgingly, you know, like I was never like big into, yeah, the, the meetup groups or speed yeah. dating. I did it in oh. public, you know, I go up to one, they'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> and then I go up to the next one. And every time, you know, this time I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> this time I'll tell them I, <laughs> I feed the penguins. Gareth, Gareth had that one. You know, when guys make up occupations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I, he was telling me that he, he went with, he worked at the zoo. It was like, dude, you tell him you work at the zoo and they can get him backstage. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I love, well, feeding the penguins is probably my favorite thing. Like, oh man, that's, I never really did that. Like just made stuff up like that. I got a buddy who did it, but could never remember my buddy, Adam. I think you met Adam and he'd just be like, yeah. So back at veterinary school at Drake, you know, and she'd be like, I thought you went to Vanderbilt. It was like, yeah, Vanderbilt. That's where I went for undergrad. Like, what? You're just like throwing shit out there. Majored in it for half a semester. Like son-in-law. Oh, that's funny, man. But anyway, the Vic was uh, was great. The uh, the backstage thing that is a different animal, right? Because um, you don't want you don't know about like before the show or after the show, or and right. then sometimes it's like, all right, we we should probably start getting ready. And uh, it's just kind of like, do you like seeing people before? I like seeing people after. That's the thing, right? And you know that from like when you're opening for Sebastian, when they see you before the show, if they don't know who you are, you're just a person. Right. You know what I mean? Like when, you know, I didn't get introduced to somebody before the show and they'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm like, (laughs) you son of a bitch. 90 minutes from now, you'll know who I am. (laughs) Right. Come back here after the show and talk to me like that. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just like, very nice to meet you, sir. Have a great day. <laughs> I have, I will say, Jim, the least amount of pacing I've seen you do. You seem to be maybe relaxing now. As a little you've, bit. Uh, what's going on? It's the Mat- new you. <laughs> Matured in comedy. I had a, uh, a little dressing room up to the side where I definitely did a fair amount of pacing. I just feel like I shut the door first. I don't think you got to see as much of it. You were very busy. You had everyone there. And uh, the kids, can we talk about the kids' role in the night? Kids were great. I was so proud of them. Uh, Joe nailed it. She was excited. You know, it's just foreign to me to think a kid was be, uh, would be as like willing for that. To, like, at, at that age, I would be like, I wouldn't want to go out there, but I think that she just sees, sees me going out there and thinks it's just normal. So let's talk about what they did though. So uh, show order would have either Maggie, Jeannie, Kevin open the show, right? You were kind enough to do like a voice of God intro for everybody as we all came out. Um, and then I'd go up and do some time, walk back off stage. And then the kids went up there, Josephine, Luke and Elliot, your three beautiful children went up and introduced you. Yeah. How, uh, how about that term voice of God? That's, uh, <laughs> I heard, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be God. <laughs> yeah, totally. Who else is going to be God on my show? I was waiting. They were like, go, go, start talking. I was like, I was waiting for the thunder and the, <laughs> and the lightning. And I'd be and like, oh, Pat's bowling. That's a burning bowling. bush. And then I would start talking. 
<laughs> Voice of God. Yeah, the um, so here's the thing. I I was like, what can I do to make it something, right? Throw a little bit of me into it because you don't have the video, you don't have like the projection. It's not like a you know, right. it's a smaller theater, and we didn't have the special effects, you know. The budget. Now, when you say smaller theater, what can I use? Smaller theater to about four people in the world, and 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 you just happen to be one of them. I mean, it's a thousand seat theater, which is pretty rad. I know right, what you're right, saying right. compared to some of the venues you've been playing recently, but like it's still a big theater. No, no doubt for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like in, in terms of like the yeah. effects or throwing stuff in. So all you can really do is, uh, you know, you got music, you got lights, and then I thought about. Um, getting the kids involved to um, originally I was just going to have Joe Stewart voice of God from, uh, from backstage. And then she was like, Oh, I would go out there. So <laughs> we worked on a little intro and uh, she nailed it. It was fun. She's funny. She did. She was, uh, she was great. The boys Luke threw in some act outs with her that. jokes and he was like, yeah, very physical. I liked it. He was <laughs> cracking me up, man. It was <laughs> That was because uh, I'm like, dude, if I'm going to send them out there, if I'm going to exploit them and get this, you know, it's got to work. Sure. I want them to go out there and then, you know, look like fools. <laughs> it's kind of right. <laughs> don't embarrass the family. Yeah, exactly. If this is, <laughs> this doesn't, if I don't like it, this is not a lot. You know, <laughs> we ain't doing it. Voice of God comes back. Cut. And I was catching vibe from, you know, during the rehearsal, we, we went through it, you know. Yeah, everybody was like rolling their eyes about it. I can read that. And I was sure ready to pull the plug. <laughs> I like how, too, um, you mentioned I was pacing less. And part of that's because there were children who were OK going out there in front of all those people. So I had to pretend to have a little less stage fright than normal. Like, Jim, are you nervous? Because my nine year old is OK. She's doing she's doing fine with it. Yeah, uh, I was like Elliot. taking notes from Josephine. <laughs> Elliot wanted to do gritty. He's like, I'm going to walk out and do the gritty. <laughs> Have you seen that move? I'm guessing it's, the, uh, it's, the all dance over, the uh, it's all over uh, Fortnite, but it's like the, the gritty. They do it in the NFL too. Like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was all for it, but he, uh, he bailed on it. I love to just talking to them before. Uh, Cause they just want to know when they went up. You know what I mean? So like the first, I think Maggie was on. And Elliot walks up to me and goes, oh, how long is she going to be talking? How many minutes? I go, like, 10? And he goes, and then how many minutes are you going to talk? And I go, 20? He goes, then do I get to go up there? It's like, yeah. So how many minutes until I get to go up there? It was, just like, it was the best. It was like exactly what I needed, though. You know what I mean? Like, to not be thinking about my set for a few seconds and everything. Like, just right. explaining to him who's just like, just let me know when I have to go up there. That's great. I got a great shot of us, us and the boys, the boys. It's a good one. Absolutely. So listen, but one of the things we talked about, Patrick, is we know this episode's a little bit different, right? Because uh, uh, it was a really special weekend. There were a ton of brims there throughout the course of the weekend. We wanted to do a little behind the scenes for the Vic. But the other piece of this is we know we got a bunch of new listeners out there. So we want to do something special a little bit later on in the week. Yes, this is such a Vic heavy show. It's very focused. Yeah, and here we are, Jim. We're all over the place. We're and here famous. we are. We a very niche so episode. Different. And this is a the most dialed in we've been. And sounds a little self-serving until it's all cut together. 
So I want to. It sounds very self-serving. We want to give the people who we really are. So look for another episode of All Over the Place this week. That's how random we are. We'll just spit an episode out. That's it. It's and like we might a, not, even though we said we would. It's like that child that sneaks up on you. <laughs> right? We, we just sometimes, we ought to have a good time and an episode comes out. Boom. Little gap. We don't call it a mistake. We call we it a, a, a welcome surprise. We cultivate <laughs> it. We welcome it. We nurture it, grow it, nurse it. Sometimes that oop episode is a good one. You ever see that sign? If it cries, nurse it. If no. it. Oh, I got to pull that up. It's all Where do you find this? happy stuff. If it's, you know, it's, oh, you find it where you find all that other crap they sell to women to put in their kitchen on the <laughs> windowsill. <laughs> I, I got to pull this up. Hang on. It's like so one good. of those signs that just says like chicken. <laughs> the, the exact opposite of uh, today's not your day. Or I can only compliment one person a day. <laughs> uh, the uh, just pull this button for like uh, for service. It's like a grenade. <laughs> the complaint department. <laughs> pull a number. If it cries, love it. If it needs you, be there. If it rings, answer it. How long is it? How old is this? <laughs> this is stupid. If it rings, silence it. <laughs> if you wear it, hang it up. If you drop it, pick it up. These are all the house rules, Jim. Back in the day, you never saw this in someone's house. This is It would say like home rules. This is ridiculous. <laughs> if you empty it, fill it up. <laughs> if you fill it up, empty it. See this? This is about gas in the car. <laughs> home rules. Be passive aggressive. <laughs> Just hang, hang stuff up on the wall. <laughs> Love it. If it beats you, call the police. <laughs> If it ignores you, get its attention by doing illegal things. If it starts coming home real late at night, check its pockets. Wait, what? These are getting oddly specific. If that one lady from the office keeps calling, start asking questions. That'd be great. All right. So, yeah, let's get together later in the week, Jimmy. But thank you again, everyone who came out to the Vic. Thank you to all the people that just helped us make it happen. I mean, Katie helps us with the podcast. She did so much for the Vic shows, running merch and getting uh, everything set up, doing the QR code. We had Lindsay involved. She helped so much. Jamie Goodman. Um, they say, this is what you do. You start naming names. But a lot of these yeah. people, they don't even listen to the podcast. It's okay. So. I know a few do though. And definitely Maggie, Jeannie, and Kevin Bozeman all crushed it. Maggie. Oh, oh yeah. All the so openers. Jason at the Vic. Sarah, my kids, you, Jim, the Brims, photographers, video, lights, sound, guy who brought the dancers in. Shout out to the dude who brought the blow. <laughs> what? The guy who hooked me up with all the math. I was at the wrong after party. No, man, it was a good time. All right, brother, where are you at this week? This week, I'm going out to Miami. Hey, Benito, Ami, Ami. I'm going to uh, do a corporate, and then I'm coming back and going to Syracuse. boy, I will be here in Chicago. Uh, Thursday, I'm doing a little show at the Foundation Room at the House of Blues. And uh, Friday, I will be at the Laugh Factory in Chicago on Belmont's and Broadway for any brims who want to come out and see a show. Oh, that's fantastic. Love it, dude. Yeah, I'm like, my you. man. I just reminded myself, I'm going to see if the Orangemen are playing at the Carrier Dome this weekend. They're just the Orange now, aren't they? 
Oh, I'm sorry. They've gone from Indians to produce. <laughs> I got to get in there. See Lawrence Moten. Oh, I hope you get a couple pounds of the Syracuse basketball team, my friend. I hope so too, man. All right, let's get together later in the week. Safe travels, Jimmy. You too, brother. Talk to you soon. Bye.